mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Hello. Hi. This is an Eminem episode. It is. The best kind of episodes. Don't tell our other episodes. Oh, God. So early with the mouth. It wasn't even like a juicy one. No, it was. It's exactly what it was. It was. It's usually. And we've lost all of our listeners. No, they're here for it. They like it. They like good wet sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, guys, this is an advice podcast. If you are new here, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And if you're an international listener, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. I'm really hot. Why am I wearing a turtleneck? I don't know. That's what you brought to wear. Yeah, but I thought it was supposed to be cold today. And some days it's really cold in here and some days it's really not. And I thought today was going to be one of the days it was cold. Well, 
That's what you get for thinking. Well, guys, if you want to watch the YouTube version, you can see my turtleneck. <laughs> Otherwise, I wore this for nothing. I got on this sweater, too. Yeah, I like this neon on you. Half titty out. That's what we like to see. My bra's neon, too. What? Oh, my God. It's the exact same shade. <laughs> it blended right in. Mine is like the same shade as my skin. It's like a beige bralette, mm. which is not sexy. It was cute. I saw it. It's not. Yeah. Also, because I'm like recently off my period. So this boob is still. Yep. I saw it. So that too. Dude, like, has it always been like that? I don't know. I didn't notice till you brought it Me up. Me neither. But like, maybe it's been like this my whole life and I had no idea. But when they were like bigger, weren't you able to see? I don't know. Everything about me was bigger. Yeah, but like I feel like it would be more prominent then because both your boobies were bigger than. I should look in some pictures and see. Yeah. yeah, they were so big. I know I've seen pictures. I know Moss is like you don't you don't want to do that again. I was like you don't want me to continue to eat gluten and blow up like a balloon and <laughs> fucking vomit all the time and die. No, I'm good. I'm good without without that. But uh, it was a fun time. I wish I could just sit here naked. Yeah, <laughs> I could be down for that. <laughs> I have no issue with nudity. Yeah. Big surprise to everybody. I have no Shocker. Shocker. That had nothing to do with what you were talking about. Have you ever about. seen those things where it's like everybody has that one naked friend and if you don't know who it is, it's you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know it's me because I'm naked. Mm -hmm. If I'm not in public, I'm naked. My favorite though, air conditioning on. Sweatpants pulled up right under my boobs. Tits out. No shirt. No. That's my jam. No. All naked. Head to toe. That's my jam. I like naked top up more than top down. I mean, bottom naked. Yeah. Because like boobs are more cozy rubbing like a furry blanket. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that when I keep on my clothes until if I start in clothes and I then I'll keep them on until I'm done with work. Like if I come home from a long day and then I still have work to do, then I keep my clothes on. Because then I'll be too cozy. So then as soon as it's like a treat, as soon as I'm done with my work, oh. then that's when I get naked. So do you ever wear but, sweatpants? Do you have an in-between? Um, My in-between would be like if I've gone out. It's shirtless. No, if I've gone out like to like the mailbox and I put sweatpants on. Okay. Oh, so but situationally, then, exclusively. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I do. I have like 20 pairs of joggers. Like I love a jogger. Yeah. But only... Like yesterday, I went to work at a coffee shop. So I put the joggers on then. Mm. Came back home, mm -hmm. finished up work. When I was done, everything came off. Oh. Yeah, mine is sweats. Mm -hmm. As soon as I walk through the door. I no. don't know if I've ever sat on my couch in jeans. No, it's as soon as, because I usually have to pee because I really don't like peeing in public. As Same. soon as I get home, I pee and then my pants are already off. So then. Yeah. If it's that and I still have work to do, pants will be off, but I'll still have my top and bra on. That's fucking weird. It is weird. That part? No, it no. is. It's not even the top. It's the bra. It's the bra. But That's if I take weird. my bra off, You're too comfortable. I'm too comfortable. But then, it's, so I'm just walking around like Winnie the Pooh. I take my bra off <laughs> in the car when I'm done with something. Really? Yeah. I take my, when we're done with the podcast, yeah. I take my bra off. But when I'm doing, after an audition, fair, I take my bra off in the car. I probably only wear bras 25% of the time. Same. So this if, show, shirt is completely see-through if I don't have a bra. Um, that's the only reason I have one. Yeah, this, right that's the reason why I, because these have, this has little holes and sometimes my like nipple will pop through the hole. Yeah. And it's like, what's that cute little, little pink detail? Should we get into the calls? Let's do it. I'm fucking excited for this. Hey, Megan, Melissa, and potentially guests. My name is Veronica and I'm a 23-year-old recent university grad. 
I'm currently living at home with my parents, but I am saving up to get an apartment and live on my own. I really want to move out and be more independent, but I do also want to move out because there are times when I cannot stand to be in the same room as my parents, particularly my mom. This is in part to do with the fact that I've heard them having sex multiple times while growing up. I never got the talk from them. They're pretty Catholic. They're not super strict, but I guess they just never wanted to have the talk with me. And I also never wanted to bring up the topic of sex or anything about sex because I always felt judged or like super uncomfortable. Uh, so yeah, when I was growing up, I'd hear them and it obviously made me uncomfortable, but it also made me very angry. And the fact that they would do that, even though I was in the room right beside them and this anger has kind of stuck with me over the years. Fast forward to last month, my parents and I went on vacation to the West Coast to visit some family. At our Airbnb one morning, um, my dad was doing the dishes. I was sitting on the couch on my phone and I heard weird noise. So I kind of stopped what I was doing and like paid a bit more attention. And I realized I heard my mom in the bedroom moaning quite loudly multiple times. And so obviously one can assume she was masturbating. It wasn't as if she was trying to be conspicuous or anything. She was quite loud. My blood started to boil and my heart started to pound really fast. And I was just so pissed because I know that I would never want my parents of all people to hear me masturbating or having sex with someone in the room beside them. I've heard friends having sex in the room beside me, and that's never made me feel this type of anger. I know that compared to other people my age, I am quite inexperienced sexually. I do masturbate frequently and I'm not closed off about having sex. I've just had some weird encounters with guys in the past year. So I'm just trying to do me right now. And you know what? I am obviously happy that they still love each other and they're still in tune with their sexual side. And I hope that when I'm their age, I'll still be in tune with my body and my sexual side. But it still just makes me so mad that they don't even have the decency to hide it a little bit more when I'm around. Uh, There's also been times where family or friends will bring up uh, the topic of sex and my mom will always say, oh, don't say that in front of Veronica. She gets embarrassed. And that makes me really actually embarrassed because I'm worried that people will think I'm an immature child. And it's not actually the topic of sex. It's just my parents having sex in that image. Uh, There was this one time that someone asked my mom about her and my dad, and she said how my dad had to go over onto her side of the bed to have sex with her so they wouldn't disrupt the dog in the middle of the bed. And she said that right in front of me, which made me really weird, like feel weird because obviously it's my parents and they sleep two rooms over from where I sleep. And this image now is just burned into my mind. So... Is this bad of me to be getting so upset and so angry when I can hear them? Am I being a prude by getting uncomfortable when I hear them? I need any and all advice because I'm just worried that when this happens again, because I know it's going to happen again, that I'm just going to get all worked up and crazy angry again. You should. Please help me. Okay. I'm super fucking sex positive, but that's, it's crossing a line. When I was in high school. Oh no. My parents' room was directly above mine. Your sisters listen to this podcast. They know this. Okay. They know Thursday night was sex night. I would hear them having sex. And so I brought it up to them. I was going to say that's what you should do. Yeah. That's what you should do. I would be like, hey, I can hear y'all boning. So like, don't. Or or what I would I actually did was like, I knew it was Thursday night. That's when that yeah. was bone time. Leave some condoms on there. So I pillow. would go and my, I mean, my mom yeah. had a hysterectomy. So that wasn't happening. I would go and just sit on the <laughs> on the computer in like the other room so then I didn't hear them. Yeah. So I think you should just tell them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the way to do it cuz I think like it it is just it's just a weird it's they're talking about sex in front of you yeah. but like they're they are being like oh she gets embarrassed about it but yeah, it's just it's dancing around the subject and that's not 
No, like, and I think like you often like they have needs, and I think it's great you're trying to be positive about it. They're like, you're so happy that they are still doing that kind of stuff, but like there is a sense of, I don't know, it's like the same thing like. I think smoking weed as a parent in states where it's legal, like Mm -hmm. you do it, but there's also a league. Like if you think about sex, there's like a a legal age, an age of consent, essentially. So if you've been hearing this your whole life, like it's one of those things like, yeah, you're not going to smoke weed in front of your kids. It's legal. It's not legal for them yet. But like there is a sense of, yeah, kind of keep. Yeah. Maybe they don't know that they, you can hear them. Yeah. How many siblings do you have? They're boning so much. She didn't mention Maybe any. he got a sec- one of them. One yeah. of them got their stuff. Yeah. Their stuff all tied up and mm-hmm. they're just going going to pound town. Yeah. I mean, I think you ha- you have to say something. And yeah. I think it's totally valid and fine to be angry. I think it's I I think I was questioning before. I was like, well, what's the, like, the pissed off like anger about? And I think it's yeah, it, it feels disrespectful. Yeah, it feels like these are my parents. I would never do this to disrespect also them. And, yeah. And also she knows that her parents would feel incredibly disrespected if she did that right. in their house and they're not, it's not the same thing back. Maybe they're trying to get you to move out. Maybe <laughs> I would, if you're not going to move out and you know, you know, they're frisky, yeah. get some good noise canceling headphones. Yeah. I would write a note and just mm-hmm. be like, F, like when they're fucking put a post-it note on the door, slip it under the door. be like, I can hear you. They're not going to pay attention to that. No, but so when they, they're done and they walk out, they see it. So if you don't Got feel, it. I think you can write them a note and it doesn't have to be long. It can. But then if she writes the note while they're bony and then goes and slips into the door, she's like right there. No, you plug your ears while you do it. <laughs> okay. But, Get those headphones. Yeah. yeah. I think you say something and I don't think it needs to be. I mean, yeah. Because. Uh, hi, I love you guys so much. No. I'm so happy you guys. You don't have to do all of that. They're clearly okay with talking about sex in front of you. Yeah. So, yeah, just tell them. Yeah. And, yeah, if you feel awkward, write a note and then noise-canceling headphones and then start looking for an apartment. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. This is not. This is not cool. For me, I'm just like, whatever. Because I've lived through it. Oh. (laughs) It's gross, but, like... Once things are said and you make a solution, you move on with your life. Yeah. And hopefully you'll be embarrassed and they'll yeah. like settle down a bit. Yeah. My I just parents, like, can't even imagine went, masturbating, masturbating in an Airbnb, like with, one room away. Yeah. But, and, but her dad was in the same room with her. I know. That's so weird. It's funny though. And also I wonder I'm, how Catholic they are because isn't it like you only have sex to produce children? So is that in the words works. of League of Elwood's Legally Blonde? child abandonment every time oh i mean it's not for a woman because you're not see but you know what i mean yeah i got you wow i i really feel really bad for you i'm really sorry and it sounds like you might be an only child my parents broke a bed i don't need to know that like a few days like when i went home for christmas i was like this bed is broken it was actually two beds get it one of them's the guest bed that i had to sleep in and the other one was the one in their room was broken as well so i think they broke the one in the room (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like like, this is gross but then my dad had somebody come fix the bed and that was it and i had them flip the mattress wait so did you tell your parents you could hear them yeah what'd they do they kind of like laughed it off (laughs) yeah actually i didn't tell my dad i just told my mom because my dad would have flipped his shit yeah but yeah i just told my mom and she was like you're right melissa and i was like no i really can't 
<laughs> were they quiet a little bit quieter yeah but it was yeah. more like the mattress was squeaking so you can't quiet that down <laughs> i like can't imagine like yeah song. i've only ever what heard friends is, having sex what's up i told you the story about how i was on the top bunk bed where my friend was mm-hmm. fucking the dude on the bottom and you one. were on the bottom swaying along. we were on the top swaying oh, like top. yeah and it takes like a while to realize who it is that she's fucking and we're like who is that gross Hi, Megan. So I am 20, and I've been in an on-and-off relationship, kind of, with a guy who's 26 for about a year. Um, we have a really good time together, and I really enjoy him. Um, we say that we love each other and all this normal relationship stuff, but um, he is very weird about social media and um, doesn't want to be friends on social media and doesn't want to show anything about us on social media and like I said we've been off and on for about a year so um I don't quite know why we've been off and on he is an alcoholic so sometimes he goes on benches and disappears so I guess that's part of the reason but I feel like he's kind of ashamed of me um I haven't met his mom yet and he's told me that it's because he thinks that his mom will offend me by the things that she says because I'm super sensitive and all of these sorts of excuses and I just can't tell if he's taking me very seriously so as a result of that I've been kind of um, going off on the side a little bit and just I don't want to say fucking around but fucking around and sometimes I feel guilty but then I think about how I feel like he hides me and I've confronted him about it and it just gets nowhere so um, I don't know if I should just continue it he graduates college in December so um I don't know, like, if I should think of a future, if I should just go with the flow. I know this is kind of, it doesn't really make any sense. It's a whole bunch of things that I don't have time to explain. But any advice would be great. Thank you. Bye. We're going to have different opinions on this. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you not been, did you not see the TikTok? Um, I've been looking, why you ain't posting me? Oh, I get it. You don't want your other hoes to see. It's the TikTok. You are a side hoe. Nobody knows who I'm dating until I've broken up with them. I don't ever post who I'm dating on social media, and I don't want them on social media. He doesn't want to be friends on social media. Yeah, I don't want that either. You don't want to follow your boyfriend? Nope. You don't want to follow your boyfriend on social media? Nope. That's not true. No, that is 100% true. But the one I'm thinking of, you guys had followed each other prior. Yeah, but like... Because you were friends first? Yeah, we were friends first. That's the only reason You don't even... You wouldn't... But is your Instagram public? Yeah. So then there you go. So his definitely isn't. Mm-hmm. Unless it, that's doing because that's the whole thing. I think he, he doesn't want you to see what's going on there. And okay. I think I, I, I don't think you would have. I, yeah, I would assume she wouldn't have an. Or, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, you're normal and yeah. chill. Yeah. And also it, you would be defining the relationship and all of that yeah. stuff. So social. So not being a fit, not like posting each other on social media. That wouldn't be the one of many things. That would be the only thing. Yeah. 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 My friend um, is married to her husband and she they don't they're not friends with each other on Facebook or any social media. She doesn't post about him on Instagram. She'll post their kids, but she doesn't post about him. Yep. Okay, but do you think this guy is like I don't know him. I'm just saying for me and I'm giving like I don't like posting about my significant other on social media and I don't yeah. really know what they're doing on social media and I don't want them to know what I'm doing. But they can, like it's open. I'm I just don't want them to follow me. 
Okay. I think that's valid. I think that's fine because also that's not hiding. It's not hiding, but like I want to have like, I don't want him to like, I'm not the type of person that like sits and posts on Instagram story all day. But when I was on Facebook, I would like post what I was doing all day. Yeah. And then, then it just like makes it so we don't really have anything to talk about later. So I'd prefer to have the mystery there. So then we have stuff to talk about. Okay. Okay. No, I think that's valid. Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't post mods for... I did uh, for like a, a year yeah. over I think over a year I think we were dating for like a year and like three four months before I ever posted anything about us being like us together or whatever and I think we became friends on Facebook last year year before last maybe two years ago mm-hmm. when we were together. so I, that part I understand I think that this is all sort of red flags for me and I think that's the part I think that's just part of it. And I think like there are exceptions to the rule of if like your significant other, because I don't think it's posting. I don't give a shit about like if you're posting your significant other or not, but it's, I don't want you to follow me. I don't want any of that stuff in conjunction, like paired with the fact that every time you try and bring up like a future and talking about something, he completely shuts it down. He goes off the grid. You don't hear from him for all this sort of time. You haven't met his like family and all that. I think you're, I think you're the, think you're a side hoe and I think, and you're not a hoe, but I think like that's, there is no, like you've been doing this for enough time that like when you say, I want to think about, do I, should I think about a future? This is the future. This is what's happened. Like, this Mm -hmm. is what it is. Like, are you cool with this? Because nothing's changed. And I, if he had any desire to change that and him, I think him ghosting, ghosting and resurfacing from a serial ghoster. Ghosting and resurfacing, if if he's not backburnering you and being like, if he really cares about you and it's like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm like going through some stuff right now. I kind of need to pull back. I don't want you to take this as I'm not interested in you and all of that sort of stuff. Like he's not worried what you think. Mm-hmm. Like if he just like disappears and that sort of stuff. And I understand like you saying like he's an alcoholic and it might have something to do with that. Um, I I understand that aspect, but I think it would also that would be a conversation after if he's in recovery and it's something like if he's in, if he's like going to AA and doing all that stuff, if he's, and maybe it's, he's going to AA and he doesn't, he shouldn't not in a relationship, but should be, I don't know. I think that's all exception to the rule. I think the most likely thing here is that he isn't really taking you seriously. And that's what you said. You're like, I don't know if he is treating this seriously. I don't think he is. I think we'll, we get, I get labeled as ageist all the time, but a 26 year old with a 20 year old, I mean, he's in college. Like, he's like, fuck yeah, I get to date these, like, hot young things. Are you in college, too? I think they go to college together. Okay. I, yeah, I just think if he wanted to be serious and actually date you, he would have. And this, like, cat and mouse back and forth, ghost resurface, ghost resurface. I, I think anytime someone resurfaces after ghosting without an explanation, it's not a good one. That's the reason why they're yeah, not giving I it to you. I agree with that. Because we're ghosters. I don't mm-hmm. resurface. I don't either. Like, if I ghost you, I'm done. I'm done. But yeah. that's also because I'm choosing to ghost you. Mm-hmm. But if he's ghosting because, hey, he's got a girlfriend. Hey, he's got a wife. Like, he's got something like that. He doesn't get to choose when he's ghosting. It's like, oh, shit, I have to pull back. No contact. Come back with no explanation. Or a shitty one at that if you don't buy it. Then I think, yeah, it's it's so much more mm-hmm. than that. And he's shown you this. And I think you should not feel guilty for like sleeping around because I think he's probably doing that, too. 
And also, and then also, if, even to play, even like, if he's not, whatever you're doing it. So yeah, and and, and even if he's not, he clearly doesn't want a relationship yeah. right now. And if he wants one eventually, who knows if he'll want one with you? And it's not on you to like wait for him through all of that. Like mm-hmm. live your life, piece him the fuck out. He's leaving. He's graduating. You're still gonna be at school. Be done. Yeah. Watch the TikTok um, and say bye bye. I get it. You don't want your other hoes to see. I've been... How does it fucking start? Never heard it. Hey, Megan. So, I have... It's kind of a weird story. Not that weird, actually. Um, So, I've been hooking up with this guy for, like, a few months now. It's fine. Like, have fun hooking up with him. But it's definitely nothing more than that. I don't have feelings. Don't think he has feelings. Anyway... Um, I happen to get an invitation to my cousin's wedding that is in March. So the invitation was just sitting on my dresser in my bedroom, and he happened to see it. And I got a plus one, uh, just, I, I guess because I'm her cousin, I don't know. Got a plus one, I'm not in a relationship, have not been in a relationship in a very long time. It kind of caught me off guard, and I wasn't planning to bring anyone because it's a family wedding, whatever. And he made a comment like, oh, I love weddings did you get a plus one? And I was like, yeah, actually I did. Ha ha. Like, but don't have any plans to bring anyone. And he's like, well, if you need to, if you want to bring someone, I'm happy to go. And I like laughed about it. Cause I was just like, we just like hook up in the darkness of night. Like, and then I clarified, I was like, you know, that's like my cousin's wedding. Like my whole family will be there. Extended relatives, everyone. And he's like, yes. Yeah, so what? And like, I guess for him, it wouldn't be as weird as me bringing a boy around because it'd really be the first like boy I brought around in like an adult life besides like a high school boyfriend. And now I'm like thinking like, is it weird if I did bring him? Because the wedding would definitely be more fun for me if I had like a buddy there, but at the same time it's a family wedding and I'm just not sure if I need to introduce this boy to my whole family and then be like, no, he's just a friend. But then like, I don't, I just don't know how it would all go down in person and not that like my family would judge me, but it would just be a bit of a weird situation to be around and then I'd be asked about him forever and like, can just tell them like, oh no, we just hooked up and you know, we're pals. Uh, so <laughs> if, if you think I should bring him or shouldn't bring him or anything, let me know. Um, I'm obviously not going to make any decision on whether I bring him around until it's way closer to the wedding because it's four months away and we're just hooking up and who knows if that would even really still be happening then. But any advice you give would be great. Thanks. Bye. Don't bring him. Nope. Hell no. <laughs> Unless, like, it seems like he likes you, though. No, it seems like he likes weddings. I don't know. No, he seems like he likes weddings. They're they're young, so there's not a lot. They haven't had a lot. I fucking love weddings. But now I dude don't. dude just loves weddings? Oh, my God. I know so... I'm sorry, Wedding Crashers. There's a whole fucking movie about it. the whole point of them going was because they were trying to fuck people. Weddings are fun. And maybe he hasn't been to a ton and like, or just he just really, I think it's it's a, it's a party. It's yeah. literally a party with an open bar with this girl that you're fucking and like music and fun. And like, it, it is fun. And also we don't think weddings are fun now because we've been to so many. I enjoy weddings, but I'm just like, 
I I never would want to go to a wedding with a fuck buddy where it's their like family member's wedding. Yeah, that's like if it was a friend. Yeah, or if 100%. it was percent, you've got fifteen cousins. It's a fifteenth fucking cousin, yeah. and you've gone to so and you're fucking done. Yeah, bring them. Yeah, but like not at the family wedding where no. everybody's going to be asking about him and how are you going to introduce him? Yeah, what and if he does something weird that you embarrasses guys are gonna you? Go fucking the coat closet, like yeah. No. Yeah, I think it just it just gives me it, you, there's a huge potential for the icks where like you're just gonna go and like what if he like gets really drunk? I mean, what if he does something embarrassing yeah. and like you don't like and you're like ugh and it kind of does reflect on you? Like, do you know him other than fucking him? Like, do you yeah. know him as a person? Yeah, and if Is he was your he best someone? friend, yeah. But then at the same time, you'd be dating, right? I yeah, I just say no. I think like. It is going to be so much more effort than it's worth. And it's going to be one night for you guys and for him. But it's going to be like the next like three fucking years for you. Mm -hmm. And like, what if you start dating someone like right after and like you introduce him to your family and your parents? Like, whatever happened to that other guy? And you're like, no, just fucking. Yeah. And I would also (laughs) say it's I um, know someone who was and they were dating, not boyfriend, girlfriend, but was dating this girl. And uh, they he very early on got a plus one to a wedding, invited her, and it was, like, maybe, like, two months into them, like, dating or, like, hooking up. And I think they were just hooking up at that point. He invited her. And then flash fast forward, the wedding was maybe four months later. He fucking hated her. And he was waiting to, like, break things off till after the wedding because he's like, I can't, like, already plane tickets, done all of this kind of stuff. And the issue was is being the plus one to the wedding, she took that as, wow, this is a really, like – he it, likes it me. This too is far a step. In it's serious. This isn't too far in advance, I don't think. No, but um, I, no, I don't think. But, but I'm saying you're saying you wouldn't decide now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just too much. It's just too much. No, I think if you're going to bring a fuck buddy, you invite them the day before. Yeah. Like it's and I don't think you can because it's a family wedding. He invited like, himself, essentially. Yeah. I just think no. No. It's just not going to be more fun for you. No. I think it's so much more. You're going to have fun with your family. Yeah. What if, because everybody at weddings is just thinking about the next wedding. Like, yeah. they're already marrying people off. And then people are going to be like, oh, you're next. And then they're going to be like, here, mm-hmm. catch the bouquet. And he can catch the yeah. garter. Like, and what if your cousin has, like, a really, like, hot single friend? Yeah. Or a cousin that's not your cousin. Or, like, yeah, like a groomsman. You know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just say no to a family wedding. No. I think bring Friend a- wedding. Maybe. Yeah, destination wedding for a friend mm. wedding. No, I would say for a friend wedding. If you yeah, need, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. if you're going somewhere like if more it's alone, strictly just fuck buddy. Yeah, but if you're friends with them, that yeah. can complicate things. Yeah, no, I just don't think. I just don't think it's it's worth it at all. Me either. And you guys, you guys might stop hooking up in like a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And also, the issue is, is he would need to potentially get a plane ticket, get a tux, do all of that kind of stuff. So like. You can't even really do it like last, last, last right. minute. And also like have fun with your cousins. Like your single cousins would be like, bitch, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you do this for? And also you can just tell him if you like don't want to, if you don't want to like hurt his feelings, you can also be like, oh, so I talked to my cousin and like turns out I got a plus one as a mistake. Yeah. Like family doesn't get plus ones, right. which is typical, you know? And like, what if he like gets in the pictures? Oh, yeah, that too. Do you know what I mean? And, like, you have all these pictures of you in a bridesmaid's dress with him, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is this dude I fucked one time. Or, like, a couple times. Yeah. I just think it's, no, weird move. Uh, what'd she say? Under the cover of the night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what if you dramatic. see him in the daylight and he's, yeah. like, not hot? It's like Darkwing Duck. Yeah. 
oh, I just like can imagine it just being cringe. Like he just does something and you're like, oh, I hate that. Ooh, and Ooh. then that ruins him like for your yeah. fucking too. And then you like see him on campus and like you like and he's like, oh, such a fun time we had at that wedding. And you're like, ew, why did I bring you to my cousin's wedding? Yeah. Like, why were you there watching my cousin get married? Yeah. Weird. Weird, weird. I think he wants to be serious. You do? Mm-hmm. I feel like he just might love weddings. I think he wants to be serious. A family wedding? Maybe he's socially enough. So maybe he doesn't just know how like, weird that if is. If it was just a friend wedding, I get it. But he wants to go to a family wedding where he knows he's going to be introduced to all these family members. Maybe he does. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a total possibility. I think it's a 50-50 chance he either likes her or he just like thinks he's do- being a so- like doing a solid of being like, you've got a plus one. Hey, if he you need one. He asked her before he even, like, he was like... Do you get? A, do you have a plus one? Like he asked her. He wants to go to this wedding. <laughs> he just. I don't know why I think he just I really likes think anybody. Weddings. Just like likes weddings like that, like enough do. to go with their fuck buddy to their family wedding. I would though, with a fuck buddy to their family wedding where you I, know you're getting introduced to everybody. So the only wedding I had gone to up until recently was my godmother got married. I was a flower girl. I loved it. I loved How it old were so you? much. Seven? Yes. Okay. And I wanted to go to a wedding so bad. So if I had a fuck buddy who like had a wedding, I would have been like, can I come? I pretty much did that to Mott's brother's wedding. I like invite. I was like, am I going to come with you to this wedding? Granted, we were dating. Right. Different but, story. Yeah. We weren't dating for that You've long. You've known each no. other though. Yeah, we were only dating for three months. And but I how long did you know each other before like a that? year and a half. Exactly. It's a different story. It's true. Yeah, and it would be awkward because I am in some pictures. Yeah. He wants to lock it down. Find out if he does, though, and let us know yeah. if he is into you. Mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd be curious. Or if he really likes weddings. I think you're probably right, but I kind of want to <laughs> be right. Okay, guys, it's time for a quick break, and we will be right back. Namaste. Okay, everybody, we are back from our break. Did you miss us? No. Wow, fuck you. Play the next <laughs> call. Hi, Megan and Melissa, guests. So I kind of have a weird situation going on. I have been dating through, oh, I'm 19, by the way. I'm in college right now. I'm a nursing student. Um, I have been dating through Tinder and Bumble pretty much recently which is new for me, but over the last couple months. But I started consistently talking to this guy over probably the last month and a half. And we like started sleeping together pretty fast on, even though that wasn't really the end goal. I understand like online dating kind of results in that, but um, so here's the problem. He is has the biggest dick I have ever seen. Like, I'm not saying it's like out of this planet or anything, but it's like a good, like almost eight inches or so and like I'm I'm tall but I'm like a petite girl like I have a pretty small pelvis (laughs) and so what happened was he actually blew a disc in my back so he partially tore a disc between two of my vertebrae in my back um I'm really into this guy and it's honestly some of the best sex I've ever had in my life like he makes me come like crazy and I've never come from any guy I've slept with um that's not the reason I'm really staying with him. I like him a lot as a person and everything, but I'm like, 
he literally blew a disc in my back. <laughs> I'm trying to just, I don't really know what my question is as far as like, I guess I'm just trying to figure out if it's worth it for me to keep trying to have sex with him and like be with him and see what can happen. But I'm kind of scared that it's going to happen again or something similar might happen. Um, I didn't even feel it when it actually happened. It was more like the couple days after. <laughs> uh, I really like him and I'm really confused and I don't know what to do. So if you could please give me some advice, that would be so helpful. <laughs> Thank you. I love the podcast. I love you. Bye. Question. I Am I wrong in thinking that sounds much more to do with position than it does with it's dick? It's 100% position. Because you can fuck... A pregnant lady, and mm-hmm. you don't fucking hit the kid with your yeah, dick. It's position. Yeah. Also, you're the nursing student. You tell us what to do. <laughs> True, <laughs> bitch. You're in school for this. Yeah, this no. sounds like a position thing yeah. to me. Yeah. And like, if his like like I'm thinking of like he's he's getting at you from behind, and his hand is on your back, and then that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's the movement of his like him fucking you, and yeah. then the movement of his hand. It it has to it has to be something like yeah, that. Yeah, it. I would say get on top because first of all, that's your back is gonna be straight. Yeah, but you know when she's on top, she's taking she's, it all. No, not necessarily because she could be up on her knees and she can control oh. the depth. Okay, well, congr- uh, your quads are gonna be. <laughs> it's burning. gonna be burning. You need to go start going to Pilates if or you're not. Or if you have him hold your ass and then he moves you up and down yeah. too. Practice with some wall sits. Yeah. Yeah, you you gotta work on your core and your back strength. Oh, and you can also put um, a pillow. You can put a pillow, pillow and then fuck him. Yeah, on top. Yeah, you could go big spoon, little spoon. Yeah, don't do it from the back. Mm-mm. Don't do it from the back because that's you can do. You can be against the wall. Then you can't go anywhere or headboard. Yeah, and also if you can also like you know grab his balls yeah. when he's like do like. Engage other parts of his penis so they're mm-hmm. not all inside of you. Yeah, I'm, we need to know position. It has to. Be, it's position. It's not yeah. the size of his dick no. because we measured. My fuck buddy, he literally had a smart water bottle. Smart water bottle for a penis. I mean, it wasn't like like the good place where he literally has yeah. like uh, wind chimes, but it was like I'm waddling after, but it didn't break my back. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It was, like my vagina it is was sore. Position and um motion yeah yeah it has to be because you could have he could have just been like in you all the way and then just like rotating but he was banging it in there because i dislodged a disc in my back from falling downstairs yeah and nothing was inside of me yeah do you like yep there it has to be an outside force Mm -hmm. um if you tell him this he'll be i don't know if he knows he'd be so flattered he'd be like i blew your back out (laughs) i wore that ass out (laughs) Um, Don't take it up the ass. Oh (laughs) my god, my asshole clenched (laughs) so tight. I oh oh that (laughs) my colon felt that. Never once been like aware of my colon. Now I am. Holy shit. Um, ah, Fuck that got me good. I yeah. I think you you and also I think fuck buddies. Fuck buddy's like 
instructionally sex wise it can kind of just tend to be more of like a rough and tumble Rude. whatever yeah. happens and you just have wham, to wham bam thank you yeah. ma'am and sometimes talking about it like kind of like defeats the purpose of a fuck buddy but you just I would just say and you can even do it in the moment if like you start to feel something's off and just be in tune with your body and like where his hands yeah. are because like you ever had like someone's fucking from behind and their hands are on your lower back or whatever and you're like no no, no you can't I there's mean, too much you weight arch here that ass up yeah too. well oh, also the, but if, if you're, you're putting your hand yeah, on you're me putting, yeah it's too much i'm and because you're moving mm -hmm. i'm not moving yeah. but every part of you is moving and you're shifting lots of shit in me unless you're the one moving and he's being still too that's what i mean if i'm fucking yeah. pinned down no, no no i know i'm saying like Different, different motion. Oh, this yeah, is a different yeah, yeah. motion. Can we um, pull the room? I won't say who else in the room, but there's someone here that has serious back problems. No, her face. <laughs> I literally the whole time I was like, shh. Her worst nightmare. Yeah. So, like, do you have any um, position recommendations? To be honest, I haven't had sex in a year and a half. Okay. Fuck my back. But yeah, I would say on your back, though, right? Most likely. On my back I don't think on the back me. would oh, not. That I don't would think. Yeah, if you've me. got a, mm -mm, that's not good. Okay, no. that's why so I was up. saying she needs to be up on yeah, top. She, uh, if oh. she can control the motion, mm -hmm. that would be the best because yeah. she okay. knows what hurts and what doesn't. Well, she apparently doesn't though. Um, well, but now when she she's does. doing it, she knows like what yeah. shift hurts. So like when they're doing it, whatever she can do to yeah. control the motion, and yeah, the hands on the back that's yeah. gonna fuck you up. Yeah, but mm -hmm. if his hands are like. I know I hate when people's hands are on my stomach, but like if her his hands are on her stomach and kind of lifting yeah. her like mm -hmm. pelvis up, that'll help support. Yeah, her. and a pillow. I think she if she or had a, a pillow, pillow under her ass yeah. and she's riding him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever support she can give to her lower back is gonna yeah, be. I think that's really what, yeah. 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 And then also if if it, Wear a back brace. <laughs> Wait, do we know what, where in her body, where the, like, is it a, up top or? Don't, she didn't say. Yeah. So I would say if it's up and up top one, don't have him pull your hair. Like, oh, yeah. keep yeah. your neck, like, don't fuck with I any neck sort pool, of shit. But yeah. Um, but just tell him and just be, and you can even bring it up like in a funny way. It's like, hey, so congratulations. I have something for your tombstone. Um, you dislodged like you fucked. You broke my you, back. You broke my from us fucking. Mm -hmm. And it's like, hey, I'm hella. I'm still super down to hook up with you, but like we it just. It must have been good. We got a choreograph to go back yeah. for it and say that. It's like we just got to choreograph it, yeah. and then he'll just be aware because I think that's the whole thing. It's like you weren't aware in the moment because you were enjoying yourself, and neither was he. But if you guys are both a little more like cognizant of it, of being like, oh, this is not feeling. This mm -hmm. is gonna hurt it. Um, well, best of luck. Uh, if anyone is in the medical field and has any, she's in the medical field. Well, clearly, she's <laughs> still a nursing teacher. She's still a nursing student. You gotta ask your teacher. <laughs> she's thankfully, she's still in school. Yeah, you've got some more to learn. <laughs> Let us know when the curriculum gets to is sex related injuries. Um, you can watch uh, uh, Sex Sent Me to the ER. Is that the name of that show? Mm -hmm. Yeah, if anyone has any good stories about sex, um, Health, like sending them to any crazy things we'd love to know 100 we still love learning about how you know dicks can rip and all that mm -hmm. shit there's a certain angle that your partner knows more than you do yeah so you're like i can only see so much with a hand mirror so or, yeah i get you the full size mirror just <laughs> no fuck no i just use my <laughs> i always just use my phone and i'm like i hope i can i never can take any pictures you know that you're FBI agent that's checking in on you. Yeah, he's seeing if my yeast infection's <laughs> yeah. cleared up or not. It's the only time I'm ever looking yeah. at being like, am I still, am I good? Is this working? 
Hey, Megan. Um, I'm 22 years old, and I don't live in Alabama, but get ready to hear some Alabama-ass shit. <laughs> so I lost my virginity two years ago, late in the game, to my stepbrother. Um, it was consensual, and we are both adults, and the whole story is too much to tell you right now, but he did start it. <laughs> um, and because we did everything together from sharing a room to a car, we spent all our time together, and I caught feelings for him. Um, our parents found out about us sleeping together the same day that I found out I was pregnant, and they kicked us out of the house. Um, they never knew that I got knocked up, and I went to the doctor and got that taken care of. But uh, my brother moved far away. And every time we see each other, we still sleep together. And I've talked to other guys, but I can't get over him. He's all that I ever think about when I'm talking to anyone else. And it's hard to cut him off because my family's super intertwined and we have to communicate sometimes. Last time I saw him, his dad told him he thinks I'm in love with my stepbrother. And he's right, but I know nothing could ever come of it. Um, my stepbrother is talking to a girl right now that he really likes and we get along well. I'm super sad because I don't want to lose him. And I just want advice on how to get over him without cutting him off. Because he is coming for Christmas and nothing is holding me back from sleeping with him again, even though I know I shouldn't. So I need to figure out how to cut that off because I know it's going to be hard once he gets once he starts dating this girl that he's talking to right now. Um, if you have any advice, just let me know. <laughs> I know this is a weird situation, um, but thanks. This is a situation. Um, <laughs> you have to go to therapy. Also, and I say that because also you made it really you stressed very early on that like it was consensual. Mm -hmm. I, you didn't specify the age difference, which is incredibly important. They were sharing a room though. So I would think and a car and a car. So they're probably the same age. Yeah. I, I, I will say I'm, I'm impressed that you referred to this as some Alabama type shit. Yeah. There's a self-awareness there. Um, this is, yeah, I mean, to like go all therapisty on you, I think you do need to go see a therapist because this isn't, it's, it's, it's the same sort of thing that developing feelings for like, like if we're going to, okay, sure. Gossip girl, like Serena and Dan technically, like there is a relationship established there before. And we've had people who've called in who've like, they've been dating and then their parent, if their parents start dating and all of that sort of stuff, but there's something else going on. How long were you guys siblings before this happened? No, she just Step said that sibling. they were like living, they like sharing a car, and they she yeah, ended up falling for long? him. How long? Like, have you guys been step siblings since you were six, or have you been step siblings since you were fifteen? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because that changes the dynamic in the situation. Because if it's since you were six, that means you were raised as just like siblings. I would. If it was a couple years ago, then. Yeah. That changes. I would assume it was a couple of years ago. I would think if you were raised as kids together, your parents wouldn't have kicked you. You know what I mean? I think it would have been a 
She did slip up and just say he was her brother at one point and yeah. didn't say stepbrother. Dude, you gotta go to therapy. Like yeah. this is you have to work. This is this isn't I hate to I don't want to ever say something like, oh, this isn't normal, but there is like a certain level. And like I even think like reflect on my own life mm-hmm. when there's certain things like getting yourself into certain situations or you end up somewhere and you're like, I my friends don't this hasn't happened to my friends. Yeah. Why does this why has this happened to me? And life obviously happens to you on occasion without your control. But you you end up in some places yeah. and you're like, why? What did I do? Yeah. And I'm just like, if it was like 16, you're hormonal and you're in yeah. the same room with a person of the opposite sex. I can see that. But if it's been like longer than that, there's other issues 100%. going on here. Not issues, but yeah. other concerns that you should maybe speak to speak about with a therapist. But like, I also think even to be fair, even if it was you were just teenagers if you're 16, I don't want to say the term you know better, but there is something that that's your like I would think it would need to be young enough that it's it doesn't feel weird. But like you know better, quote unquote, but like it's almost like getting away with like the perfect thing cuz you're 16 getting to share a room with somebody that's so weird. when you're yeah, you're right. You're like sneak. It's like you don't have to sneak around. Yeah. You've got that built in person mm-hmm. that's in the same room with you already. Yeah. But I mean, I think whatever it is, like there's something that you need to work through, which mm-hmm. is why you did this and mm-hmm. why. But and I mean, and I'm only and I would say the exact same thing to him if he was calling like that there. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, it's like, are if, you in love with him? Because you said you caught feelings, but then you didn't confirm the feelings that your stepdad said that you were in love with him. I don't think you are. And I don't think, to be totally honest, I don't think in this situation you can be. I think this is so much bigger than him. And I think, like, you go, it's, I think if you compare it on a lighter note to like really, really, really like 14 year old girls who are in states with the, like 14 is the age of consent who fall in love and marry 60 year old men, like that's it, it, it's it, there's there's a reason behind it. Like mm-hmm. there's something that's either you've dealt with as a child or there's some unrepressed, like undealt with trauma. There's there's something or just how your brain is like going through and processing uh, decision making and that is something that's like a huge thing that happens as a teenager like your frontal like your frontal lobes aren't fully developed till you're 25 but also that's that's you don't know that your if your frontal lobes are going to develop until you're 25 and if they haven't and like that's a whole other aspect of evaluating of being like okay where are you like yeah where's your rational decision making at mm-hmm. and i think like if you were 16 and it was super hormonally charged and all of that stuff i still just think like you would there would need to have been a reason and something else that would have been able to get you there as opposed to being like oh my god my fucking stupid stepbrother like he's so annoying or like we're gonna be friends but yeah and I also I yeah I I think I would just I think it needs to be unpacked a lot more because also if you were 16 and your parents are having you guys share a room I understand like financial struggles if that's not possible but at the same time I would feel I would feel kind of not taken care of and mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel necessarily safe if I hadn't known this kid before. And suddenly I'm having to like share a room and share all this like intimate stuff with another teenage boy that I don't know. And I would kind of feel, yeah, you don't really feel like safe. Um, and even if that's just, again, all not, it's not at the front of your mind, it's all 
subconscious sort of stuff. Um, but I don't think it's a process of getting over him. I think it's a process of going to therapy, talking to a professional and being like, how did I end up in this situation? Mm -hmm. And like, what can I do to work on myself and understand myself more so I can take care of myself? Because mm -hmm. I think that's the issue. Like it's it this resulted in an unplanned pregnancy which then also resulted in you getting kicked out of your house. Like the, your decision making irrational decision-making skills right now are and putting you in danger up with him. Yeah. And this is, and that to say that to say, I think it would be, I think you need some help in t figuring out how to read your own cues and read those things that you're drawn to. So you can protect yourself in situations. So you don't end up in a like incredibly dangerous situation because you haven't been able to prevent that before. Like mm -hmm. this isn't necessarily quote unquote dangerous, but getting kicked out as like a younger person, that's, that's a lot. That's mm -hmm. having to fend for yourself and doing all of this kind of stuff. I think it's, you need to figure that out because it's not getting over a crush. It's like processing. You can't just get over him because he's going to be, he's part of your family. He's not going anywhere. So yeah. you've got to get professional help. And also, if that also means that sometimes you spend, uh, if there's a family reunion or something, you bring a friend as a buffer or mm -hmm. you don't attend, you you keep that distance and separation because you're, this is, I, again, if there was, there's, I don't think, I think you're right. I don't think there's a big age difference, but say, like, say that there were, regardless of it, both of you participated in this and both of you have whatever you're dealing with and whatever led you here, he's dealt with something it might not be the same thing, but that has also led him to that point. So if you're going to work on healing and figuring yourself out, you don't know that he's doing that. So you need to separate yourself from him from, for as much as mm -hmm. possible. Because yeah. that's not. What does your mom say about all this? Well, that's the part that makes me worried is because yeah. if she, if the response, if both of your, if they, their response was just to kick you out, that to me is like. And they didn't even know you were pregnant. How did they find out? They, I'm, they I would assume they caught them yeah. hooking up. But yeah, I just think, I think there's stuff there that, because here's the thing, like you, you have to deal with this because he's not going to be able to bring a girl around. And you're not going to be able to bring a guy around because it's going like it's going to neither unless you until both of you deal with this. And the only person you control is you. So until you process this and go through this and figure this out and like go on that journey of therapy and all of that stuff, you're you're not going to be able to bring a boyfriend home and being like, yeah, this is my stepbrother we used to hook up sort mm -hmm. of a thing because like there you need yeah you just need to figure your stuff out and I think it, it it probably won't be quick but this isn't no it's not a nor like it's not a typical like how do I get over a crush and a boy because there's so much more to it and you only get yourself in those incredibly sticky situations and I don't want to like liken it to like an abusive relationship but getting over an abusive relationship that's not just like how do I get over my cr like my mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend it's like there is something involved that is it's just a lot I of ended layers. up in a really terrible situation and I need to be able to trust my own judgment and my instincts to prevent myself from being in another place like that and it's obviously no one's like it's not it's the only person who's at fault is an abuser in that case but there is some sort of checking in with yourself to figuring out like how do I break this cycle of this kind of stuff because I think if you don't and you just like get over it you're going to get into like an equally sticky really not mm -hmm. kosher sort of relationship mm -hmm. um on a lighter note we've got an update we've got an update I mean 
it's lighter, but not oh, light. Sh- but well, it's a good one. It's a good one. Okay. I'm nervous now. And, and it's really, it's from like a long, long time ago. Okay. You ready? Yeah. I'm nervous now. Now I don't trust anything. Hi, Megan. So, recently I, this is really random, but I just wanted you to know. Um, I remembered that a few years ago I had called in and asked for some advice. And you guys actually answered my question, and it was crazy. And so I was like, I really want to find that episode again. So I've been listening to all your episodes because I couldn't remember which one it was. I finally just found it. It was from November 24th, 2017, and it was with Lily Marston. And I called in because I was 16 or 17, and I just started this job, and I found this girl really attractive, but I lived in Kansas at the time, so I, like, and I had grown up in Kansas, so I was like, no, this is not good. And this, I had, like, forced homophobia on me because my family and everything and obviously just the people around me, I went to, I lived in a small town, just like you guys were talking about. And, you know, the advice you gave back then, you know, I kind of just took it in. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's great advice, but I don't think I'll ever use it because I was scared. But then I eventually, a few years later, decided to move to Colorado. And um, I went to college here, or I'm in college here. And everyone's so open. And now I'm 20. That call was four years ago, I think. And I have come out as bisexual. I have told everyone I love, you know, every every person I date knows I'm bi. And I don't know, just listening back to that, you guys are really awesome. And you gave really great advice. And little 16-year-old me, like, I'm crying. I'm almost going to cry. I'm going to make myself not just thinking about it because, you were like the first person I even felt comfortable enough to talk to about that. And now, you know, it's this many years later. I just remembered that you guys actually answered my call. And it's just really cool what you guys are doing, you know, and your Facebook group. I'm a part of that. And it's like a little girl community, a woman community. And I just like it a lot. And it's really cool because I don't have many people to talk to. And I obviously didn't have many people to talk to back then either. So I just want to say thank you, and I'm really glad that I found the episode, and I'm really glad that I'm comfortable in my sexuality now, and my family reaction is fine. <laughs> they didn't really make a big deal out of it, and you did I, and everything's just different now. So thank you guys so much. I love your podcast. <sighs> Oh Yay. my god, that is so fucking cute, <gasps> dude! I'm so happy for Me her. Too. Oh my god, and you're—I'm sure you're listening because you're part of our Facebook group. So yeah. Like you, you listen. That is crazy. I never even thought of—I mean, I didn't even realize we've been doing the podcast for four years. But then when you think about it in age-wise, sixteen to twenty—that's those are formidable years. Yeah, that is a big, big jump. That's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And literally when you were saying like, you moved to Colorado, we were like, hell yeah, Colorado. Hella gay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great, there's a great queer community yeah. there. Oh, this is, a, that's amazing. I'm so fucking happy Me for too. you. And that's so sweet. I can't believe we were like the first people. Like, oh, wow. And not to make this about me, but feeling special. But like, this is so exciting. It is. And just like, yeah, I think it's amazing. Like that jump. And I think like the last couple updates have all, a lot of been, have been like, that age Mm -hmm. jump from like I went from a teen to I went away to college and it's such I mean I had a terrible college experience but I think if you like if you are in like a small town or from like a very whether like a religious community or anything like that 
you're able to like meet so many more people in college. Like who knows? You might be like, hey, I'm going to come out. Hey, I'm going to watch porn now. All mm-hmm. that stuff. That's amazing. amazing. That can be a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. It does. It's you hard to, to give Willie me that too. feeling. Oh, I will. So sweet. So sweet. What a good way to round this episode yeah. out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a journey we've yeah. been on, guys. Um, it took some turns that we didn't anticipate. Yeah. Definitely thought it was going to be a, a lot more lighthearted than it ended up being. No. That's on me for um <laughs> thinking. That's what I keep telling you. <laughs> to think. Yeah. You thought it was gonna be lighthearted. That's what you get for thinking. Oh, that's true. That's what I get for <laughs> thinking and not doing work. Yeah. Um, so if you guys enjoyed this episode and you wanna give us a call for an upcoming one. Please someone call if you've had experience with your step sibling. Because I think it happens more often than not. It's a big It happened in Clueless. Yeah. But they didn't know each other until they were older. Yeah. She'd had a couple stepmoms before that. Remember, her dad had dated mm-hmm. other people. But, like, they weren't sharing a room. Mm-hmm. They weren't sharing a car. Mm-hmm. We don't know if she ever got pregnant. We do, because they, cause they had the series that came on later. She wasn't No, but pregnant. I mean, in, the mo- in, a, in, in 90 minutes, she wasn't pregnant. Right. But then they did the movie that picked up after, I mean, the TV show that picked up after the movie. With Alicia Silverstone? Alicia Silverstone, but everybody else was was in it, but Alicia Silverstone wasn't. Was Dion in it? Mm Mm-hmm. Crazy lady. Yeah, she was crazy, (laughs) but everybody else was in it. Holy shit. Yeah. Paul Rudd? No, he wasn't. Oh. It was somebody else. So we don't know if they had a kid, did we? But it was his his character was there. Oh my God, they just (laughs) recast. Yeah. <gasps> wow. They broke up because she was still in high she was 16 when yeah. that happened. She was still in high school. He was in college. So of course when they made the TV series, they were like, can't have her date in a college kid. Yeah, did they break up? Yeah, so they broke up. So no kid. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other movies where it's happened. It's a big Life with attention. Derek. It's a big Okay, but that's <laughs> disgusting. Like <laughs> cool intentions is like it's truly a, yeah, like that's, it is. You don't watch that and go, ooh, I want to do that. Yeah. But it's a big category on Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is kind of like Life with Derek, except it was Disney Channel. And it was weird because like you would ship they were step siblings and you were like, oh my God, they're so cute. They're flirting. And like it wasn't until I became an adult that I was like, why was I? And like, it's not like the shit, like they never kissed there. They weren't each other's romantic interest, but there was like a sexual undertone of the whole show. And there were rumors that the two actors, it's literally a Disney channel show. And there's rumors that the two actors were hooking up and that's why like it was there. But like, yeah, it was like, you wanted them to like get together. And then it was like, they're siblings, they're step siblings. If you guys want to be on an upcoming episode, uh, give us a call at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow uh, us. Our socials are listed down below, as well as the podcast, Don't Blah Meme Pod. If you guys want to listen ad-free, check us out on Stitcher Premium. We also have the YouTube, uh, the video version on YouTube. And then um, if wherever you're listening to it audio-wise, if you want to leave us a nice review, tell us how cute we are. We'd love it. I'm going to burp. Goodbye. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. 
Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator, Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Part of the HerPod Network. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 